and Sophia had loved being back at the Kinder Castle, and they'd loved seeing Oren and Arthur, but they knew that the others were already well into their second quest, and they knew that soon they would have to leave and go to the Purple Lands, for that was the only land left still to search in. They talked to Kester in the morning and asked him all about it. So what are the Purple Lands like? they asked. Is there anything we need to know? Is there anything we need to bring? And do you have any friends there you can suggest that we could go to? The Purple Lands are quite nice, said Kester. I've been there a couple of times myself. It's very special there. He showed them on a map all the different areas of the Purple Lands and he pointed to different areas and explained the kind of people that they might meet in the different places. He explained that nobody really knew where the Purple Crystal was, but that it used to live in the palace. With only that to go on, Kai and Sophia decided that that palace is where they should start their journey. They said their goodbyes to Oren and Arthur and Sneers and Kester. They held tightly around Unicorn's neck, and they imagined with all their might being back in the woods. As soon as they arrived, they found the big old book which they'd hidden under the leaves. And they flipped to the page of the Purple Lands, and wow, what a picture was before them. A picture of lots of rolling hills with mountains in the distance, all covered in purple heather and lavender. There was a hazy mist, a calm, wonderful mist that hung over the mountains. And there, they saw, rising out of that mist, was a magnificently intricate castle. It had pointy turrets and looked like they'd always imagined a fairy castle might look. That's where we'll go, said Sophia, pointing at the castle. Guess they said something about a palace and, and that the crystal used to be there. Well, that castle looks a lot like a palace to me, don't you think? And so they decided that's where they were going to start their journey. They held hands and they stared at it. They stared and stared and stared. And then they saw the flags on top of the turrets begin to flutter in the wind. They saw the tranquil mist start to glide slowly around in the valleys. And they could smell the scent of sweet heather and lavender drifting through the air. And before they knew it, they were there. They were at the bottom of a rocky hill, looking up at this big, magical-looking castle. Wow, said Sophia. Unicorn, this looks like the kind of castle I imagine unicorns have seen many times before. Unicorn said that he'd never been there, but that he felt that it was a special place. It gave Unicorn a feeling like although he hadn't been there, he belonged there. He felt at home there. He never really had that type of feeling before. They walked all the way up the hill. They saw little birds twittering around, jumping from bush to bush. There was lots of purple flowers laden in the trees, and the butterflies and bees buzzed and hummed around them merrily. It felt as though it was a summer morning. The mist was rising, but the sun was shining, and everything about the castle and about the purple lands felt calm and magical. When they got to the castle gates, the gates were open. There was no guards. They walked in up the cobble pathway. Either side of the path, there was borders filled with wonderful flowers, with heather and lavender, violets, crocuses and buddleia. When they got to the castle door, the door was open. And when they walked inside, there, in the main hall, inside, there was a fountain. A fountain that squirted up and trickled down and repeatedly sent the water round and around. 
They looked up, and above them there was a huge, big, dome-shaped window that let in all the wonderful sunlight. It was very quiet inside, apart from the trickling of the water in the fountain. But they knew they could not be alone, for they heard a sound. It was faint, and it was coming from the top turret. They heard whirr-click, 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 together with What's that sound? said Sophia. I'm not sure, said Unicorn, but I feel we should follow it. I think whoever's making that sound can tell us more about the purple lands. And so they followed up the marble staircase all the way to the top, top turret. And at the top, top turret, the door of a little room was slightly open. They looked through the crack in the door, and there they saw a girl. She had long, thick, snow-white hair, and she was sat at a spinning wheel. She was spinning to herself whilst looking out of the little arced window in the top of the turret. She was about the same age as Sophia, and she was wearing a beautiful, long, purple dress. For a while, they just stood there watching, and then Sophia stepped in. Hello, she said. The girl continued to spin, and she didn't move around or look at them. Hello, said Sophia again, getting closer. Still with no response, Sophia waved her hand in front of her and clapped. Hello! (gasps) Oh, hello, said the girl, as if waking out of a dream. Uh, Who are you? Why are you here? I'm Sophia, said Sophia, and this is my friend Kai and, and my friend Unicorn, and she pointed to the door. We're here to ask you about the Purple Lands. Oh, said the girl. The Purple Lands? You mean here? Yes, said Sophia. It's a wonderful place. Oh, yes it is, said the girl. Although I have no one to play with, so I sit here and I spin most of the time. It keeps my mind busy and stops me from feeling lonely. Do you live here all by yourself? asked Kai, who had now come into the room. Well, not all by myself, she said, and she took them to the open window and pointed down. I mean, I've got my unicorns, she said. When they looked down at the ground below, they couldn't believe it. There was twelve snow-white unicorns in the paddock. Unicorn, unicorn, said Sophia, look! A unicorn came into the room, though he only just fitted and he looked out of the window and he saw all the other unicorns, and then he knew why he felt in his heart like he was at home, for he'd never really spent time with other unicorns before. He whinnied and stomped his feet with excitement. Come on, said Sophia, grabbing her arm. Please, will you introduce my unicorn to yours? Look how happy he is. Okay, she said. She seemed like she was waking up a little now from her trance from the spinning, and she led them down out of the castle into the courtyard, and there the unicorns came up and sniffed and nuzzled her. These are my friends, she said. Without them I would be truly lonely. Why do you live here alone? asked Sophia. How on earth did that happen? I'm not alone, she said. I have my unicorns. I mean alone is the only person, if that's what you are. Are you a person? She looked like a person. But Sophia was slightly unsure, because she had incredibly long, thick hair, and her ears were more large and pointy than that of a human. Well, said the girl, I only know what the fairies have told me, but they have told me that I am part of a people called the Etherians, but I'm the only one here. The fairies have said that when I'm old and wise enough, then they will tell me the whole story. But that day hasn't come yet. 
Which fairy? said Sophia. I haven't seen any fairies. The whole castle seems empty. Oh, yes, said the girl. Well, every night when the moon shines, then the fairies come. As they looked over, they saw a unicorn, and he was meeting the other unicorns for the first time. They were sniffing each other and nuzzling, and he looked happy. And just like this girl looked happy to see Kai and Sophia, Unicorn looked delighted to have found other creatures just like him.